What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors channel. My name is Brian, and today we have a really special guest. Uh, Brad Nolan is on our show. If you're not familiar with Brad, he is actually an avid soccer card collector. Uh, we actually got connected. I think we just I think we just randomly DM'd each other. And you know, your story is one of the most amazing stories to hear from because you actually are gonna talk about later about your story, but I just wanna give a little snippet. You got into to the card market and you started buying everything. But yeah. now you have transitioned everything to vintage and a lot of different other things and where you've grown, I would say your portfolio like tenfold, I would believe. And if you guys don't know Brad, um, check out his Instagram. It's uh, Brad underscore Nolan. I don't think you really post too many cards about there, but you know, if you want to just talk to Brad one on one, you can do that. But yeah, Brad, you want to say what's up? What's going on, guys? Good. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. So you want to talk about your story though, on like how you got into card collecting, or I guess soccer cards in sp sp specific. Yeah. Well, soccer cards in general. I mean, I was just on eBay one day, just randomly browsing. You know. I, I got into it like a lot of people with the with the Zion Luca jaw, all that stuff. And, you know, going through, you know, but maybe around like June, July is when I kind of started really getting back into soccer cards. So or when I got back into cards in general. Okay. So um, I was just like randomly looking at Neymar cards because um, coming from a, an, a, a culture of um, I'm a big sneaker guy. So I'm big okay. into sneakers and streetwear and stuff like that. So, you know. A lot of a lot of cards people are you know flipping you know the boxes of cards and stuff like that you know it's pretty common in the sneaker world right now where a lot of people are doing that so i just wanted to like look at you know learn more about you know the general card market so um i don't know if you remember this but uh, a couple years ago neymar actually had a jordan collab so i was definitely okay. familiar with neymar and um a couple of years ago i had been in paris and i went to a champions league game it was my first soccer game and i saw ronaldo and zlatan play and it was zero zero and I was so mystified that this game ended zero zero and I paid 400 pounds to go or 400 euro to go to this game. But I was just like kind of intrigued by soccer after experiencing the culture and how many people, how the passion and the singing and the songs and the, I mean, it's just one of those things I was always like kind of curious about soccer. So I started looking up uh, the Neymar prism and in my mind at the time I was like, Oh, this is Neymar's rookie card because ah, I mean, interesting. Yeah, you, you go on, you, I mean, there wasn't many people on YouTube. There wasn't much information out there that I could find at least. I mean, there could have been information and maybe I just was lazy and just didn't find it. But um, I started watching this Neymar card and it was, I think, 12 or $15 at the time. It was, um, okay. I want to say early July or something like that. Right, and then I kept right. watching it again and then it was like $25. I'm like, I'm like, man, I could have doubled my money on this. I could have bought a couple of these. And then it hit, it, it went a little over, it was like, $30. And I was like, screw it. I'm buying it. So I bought one and I'm just watching all these cards go up and I'm like, Oh crap. Like this is a first prism. Like this is, you know, this is the rookie set. And I was like, Oh, I got to grab, you know, Ronaldo and Messi and you know, yes. I, yeah. I was like, FOMO, I was like that's oh, right. God. Let's get it. <laughs> so, you know, you get into that mode and like, especially with sneakers and stuff like that, you're, you're used to the hype. You buy the hype because you know, that's just what, it, what that sneaker world kind of is. So I definitely bought into the hype and I, and I, um, I bought a raw Messi for, I think 150, which wasn't okay, terrible, gotcha. you know, right. wasn't, wasn't good, but it wasn't, you know, awful. But then the last one I wanted was Ronaldo and his, pr his prices just went through the roof at the time, or at least when yeah, I was I looking. Know. So I saw someone like, I, I was just like refreshing, you know, new listings. And then <laughs> someone put up Ronaldo PSA eight for three seventy five. I was like, gotta do it. Like just jumped on and bought that thing fast. I just, bought, 
I didn't even think I just bought it. And I was like, yeah, I got my Ronaldo, you know, putting these away for 10 years. These are going to be worth thousands of dollars. I just, I was just uninformed. You know, I was just, you know, thinking along the lines and yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got into it and just kind of based on the hype. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, there's a lot of points I got to start going track backtracking on this. Cause, um, you know, because you come from a sneaker culture collect, like, you know, sneaker culture is very, very similar to, I would say, flipping cards, you know, um, you, you basically, if you're selling on the hype, that's where you're going to make the most money. Um, and when you start getting FOMO and everything like that, sometimes like I actually used to flip sneakers a lot too, back when I was in, like in school and everything. And uh, the, the last thing you want to do is end up with a brick. <laughs> You know, yeah, like that's the last thing you yeah. want to do is end up with a brick and and um and playing hot potato with like uh uh with, with um whatever you're trying to flip. And it's just actually kind of funny you said you're talking about Neymar. I know I remember PSG did a collab with um Jordan ones, right? Yeah. So well, PSG did um a Jordan five collab a couple okay, of years okay, ago. Okay, gotcha. And then Neymar had a low, a Jordan five low. So. Okay. You know, Neymar was kind of hyped. He was in, you know, a little bit in the hype in the hype beast world. So, you know, and um, Off White put out a sneaker and, and they showed Neymar courtside with them on, and they were laced all cool. And it like just this was this year, and it blew up all over social media of Neymar rocking these shoes. So like, right. he was very culturally relevant in what I was looking at. So you know, I knew I, I heard of Mbappe, but I didn't even really know who, even who Mbappe was. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I really didn't. You know, I'm not going to pretend. You know, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's it's the, it's funny that you talk about the PSG uh, collab because I actually recently just cl uh, cleaned out my storage unit um, from a while back, and I actually found like a Jordan One PSG uh, collab. Like I forgot to even like try to flip because actually I I bought like a size ten, which is not really the best um, size to really be flipping if it's not like a hot shoe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about the sneaker culture anymore, but that, that was back then. I just thought it was really cool. Uh, but but let's get back to, you know, when you're starting to get into soccer cards, one of the biggest things that a lot of times people get, one of the biggest mistakes is when they get into soccer cards, they get really, really excited, which is good. I, I think excitement is very good. But then we start pulling the trigger really fast and we start getting into FOMO, right? And then you started picking Prism, but why did you choose Prism of all cards? Because like, I understand these maybe the accounts were kind of pushing them, whatever. But even then though, like, were you thinking like at all, like, well, Neymar actually had more years before 2014. See, and that goes part of, you know, me not doing my research. You know, I have to take accountability for that because, you know, I didn't know, you know, there's early cards from Neymar in the, you know, 2009. I mean, I think that's 2009's his rookie, right? Yeah, that's like his rookie. Yeah. So like, I didn't do that research. I didn't put in that time to do that. You know, when, when you come, you know, I was just looking at basketball and buying a bunch of, you know, Ja and Zion, you know, prism, prism, prism is just like spoon fed into your brain. <laughs> Injected that, you know? in our yeah. bloodstream. Yeah. So, you know, that's on me for not doing that research. And, you know, I, I like prism. I have the whole current NFL prism set from 2020. Right. I have, I still have, you know, some prism cards, you know, for, that I buy. I still have the Neymar card I bought, you know, like I, yeah. And it, it's funny because I had spoken with someone else about, about, you know, about this and prism and stuff like that. And someone said, you know, this guy is salty that he bought prism at the wrong time. And it's not, it's not that I bought prism at the wrong time. I love prism. I love the product, 
but it's more about taking accountability for, you know, not doing your research. And, yeah. you know, you learn, you learn a lesson that way. And I, and if I was salty about it, I would have left the soccer market. I would have just been done, gotten out of it and left it. But I, I think there's going to be a great, you know, great opportunity like right now to sell prism. Like people are going to make a lot of money again off prism. So I'm, I'm not salty against prism, but learning about it when I came into it, that was kind of all I knew, you know, I didn't know that there even was like an optic set. Like I didn't know at first, I didn't know kind of more about that. I was like, Oh, you know, learning about these other guys, all I did was kind of go on YouTube and watch the, you know, the few people that would be on, they'd be like, yeah, I'm buying Anthony Marshall. That's what he called it. That's Martial, but they were calling him Anthony oh, Marshall. I'm sick, like, Oh, sick. go on, go on, go on eBay. I'll, yeah, I'll take three Anthony Marshalls, you know, like, <laughs> just, wow. I was reckless. So when you're reckless okay. and, you're, and you're in it, you're like, okay, like, yeah, like this guy's like kind of under the radar. Okay. I, you know, I don't know too much about them, but they're cheap. You know, you buy like, you know, 10, $15 cards and you just take some risks and stuff. And, you know, I, I played that game and it, and it did not, it did not work out well for me. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm really happy that you're really open about it because this is going to help a lot of people. Because for me, it's easy for me to say, you know, just learn from your mistakes. Cause I'll be honest with you guys. I bought a lot of these cards way before this prison boom. So all of my cards, regardless, really went up, right? Like I did not look, I also, I look like a genius, right? And let's be honest. We did not expect this all to happen. Like if anybody expected this to all happen, they would have bought the whole entire prism set and you know, sold it. And maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they're, they're hiding on the rock. Sure, I don't know. Did. <laughs> yeah. But right now we're starting to have this whole entire prison boom again. We're starting to see the market pick up again. We'll talk more about, you know, wh wh how, why it's going on, but I think it's more important to talk about why would you even stay back, right? Like stay in the market. Cause you, you got, uh, let's be frank. You got burnt. <laughs> like you're paying $375 for a PSA eight Renato. That that's pretty wild. You know, maybe in the future it might be a little bit more, but even then though, like what, what made you stay? What made you say, Hey, I, let, let me give a second chance. What, what maybe made you say, let me figure out how to fix, like get better at this. Well, one thing about me too, is though, you know, a lot of people in the soccer market, you know, there are a lot of people that are big soccer fans and that's why they're in the soccer market. Me, I was kind of um, a casual, like lurker right. of soccer. I didn't really know too much about the, about the sport in general. You know, I didn't know midfielders, uh, you know, forwards. Like I didn't know enough about the sport. So I, my, my goal initially was to, you know, buy some cards and make some money, but then that transitioned into me learning the game and learning the sport and which transitioned for me to moving to the history of the sport, which is, which I'm sure we'll get into later, but why I, why I kind of transitioned more into vintage, um, it's very rare because I'm a big sports fan. I love my Cubs, Bears, Bulls. You know, I'm from Chicago. So, you know, the whole the whole Bulls era, you know, was when I was in the 90s. I was, you know, that was my I was I was 10, 15, you know, Bulls are winning the titles and I'm in high school and, you know, just just enjoying right. it. So, um, yeah, like, you know, I'm a big sports fan. It's very rare for me to find a sport that I don't know enough about that I could figure out a way to learn the sport. So why give in and why not use this as an opportunity for me to well learn about the the soccer card market but while also learning about the game itself and you know learning you know i mean obviously people know messi and ronaldo but you know i wanted to move and learn about like 
the, the, what about the people way before them? What about, you know, yeah, man. Like, who's there's this Puskas award. Who's Frank? Puskas. Puskas, you know? <laughs> Who like, is this yeah, guy? <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? Like, no, nobody talks about him. Everyone's talking about Pedri and Kamavinga, but nobody's talking about Frank <laughs> Puskas. You know, bro, we don't have Puskas stuff, man. We want that Kamavinga. That's what, yeah. that's what it is right now in the market. But you know, I got you. Really? I got you. You know, but hey, but honestly, though, like at the time, did you feel any dejection, though? Were you like saying, damn, like I kind of messed up? <laughs> like, what, did you have any doubts? Like, I just want to get inside that mind at that time. Do you yeah. remember any of that? So when I when I noticed that the market was dropping, I, I was like, OK, what changes can I make here? I have all these cards. I'm not just going to dump them and move on because it's okay. stupid. So I was like, instead of, I don't, I don't like react in like a dejected mindset because that's not going to lead me anywhere. That's not going to, that's not going to help me if I sit, you know, sit at home and pout and sulk, like what's that going to do? So instead you need to find a way to turn that into something that will be more positive. So, you know, I was like, Hmm, what can I do here? Like I need, I need more information. I need to find more information. And so I, I joined like a discord group or whatever that I, someone offered like a gold membership for 20 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. See if I can learn some information that didn't work out because there was just no information given. Uh, and I was just like, okay, I need to dig this information for myself because I can't just rely on people to just give me handouts. I need to do my own research. I need to find a a niche that's going to work for me. And you know, a lot of people love to buy the rookies and take the risk and they like the exciting new players. Prospecting. yeah. And, and that's cool. That's a great part of any sport baseball. You know, people love their baseball prospects, oh, yeah. NFL rookies, people, you know, college, you know, you're scouting, a, you know, the, uh, the college football teams, even in, even in hockey, same thing. But for me, I was like, I need to go to a different route. So I decided I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and sulk. I'm like, I, I need to go on and, and find my own path. And, you know, I stumbled upon um, someone on YouTube that had a great vintage channel and, I, and it was separated by country. So you could learn about, um, you know, all the, all the, the, all the pre-war people, all the, you know, all who, the, who are they? Sorry, sorry to uh, interrupt. Uh, it's collect football. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He is yeah, underrated. Yeah. That, that channel is yeah. underrated guys. And, and he is so smart and he knows so much about all these people you would. So I, I just watched it. I didn't even buy anything at first. I just watched it a few times and kind of took it in. Then I, I did my research on Wikipedia and a couple other pages. I'm like, okay, like, you know, a lot of these legends are, are they're so important. I mean, there, there's a couple big guys, you know, Dixie Dean, Billy Meredith, like these guys. Oh, you're really, going way back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Brad. I mean, all right. So, you know, like, why not go way back? Why, why not? Why not go to the, the beginning of things? So I'm like, you know, I want to learn about these guys. And the best part is a lot of these guys have stories, which yes. you can relate to nowadays. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what, what team you're a fan of in soccer, but like Marcus Rashford, everyone loves Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Right. He has a story. He's out there feeding kids and people love him. He's a good human. So he has a story and people will buy Marcus Rashford because, you know, they're hopeful that he can be a, you know, an amazing player long-term. He's 23, 24 years old, but they like him as a person. So they're going to want to invest their money in him because of that. So a lot of these legends, they all have crazy stories. I mean, people getting can for you know for for bribery for like getting suspended for for a year billy meredith got suspended for bribery for a year and he played every game he played he played with a toothpick in his mouth yeah i had no idea yeah, like, you're, and you're, you're actually educating like us 
Yeah, I know. I'm just saying like weird stuff like that intrigues me. It's, maybe it's not for everyone and that's fine. You know, everyone has their way of doing things. And, you know, I found all the all the old legends and all these stories to be very intriguing to me. So I bought them, you know, I bought these guys and, you know, that's just for my own collection. And, you know, this isn't quick flip stuff. You don't buy this stuff to get it slab it quick flip. I mean, you can, I guess, but right. for me, I just, I want to keep this stuff long-term because I personally just, enjoy, this is my, my soccer car journey is what I transitioned to from that. Wow. Okay. There's a, there's a few points I want to just point out. It's just crazy how the whole entire attitude of when you first got in and how, where you're in, where, where you're at now, it, and it kind of reminds me of sneaker culture, actually. Sneaker yeah. culture is based off of flipping hype beasts, right? Like that they, that's what they call it. And really you get into flip, but then when you start collecting, you don't want to get rid of it, right? Like yeah. people are always asking, why would anybody wear like off-white, like, right? But people actually collect that. They would not give that away, right? I have 10 pairs of off-whites. I love them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're not going to give it away just because yeah. there's a certain amount of money unless you really need it. And that's exactly what has happened into, into what you, you're doing with soccer cards, which yeah. is really amazing to, to be honest with you. Cause like the fact that you took the whole entire different route, cause a lot of people got burnt. Let's, let's yeah. put it real. They got burnt from prism and they were dejected. You know, they're, they're reactive. They're like, you know, F this, I don't want to get into soccer cards anymore. It doesn't work. Right. But what you started doing, you started getting into a little niche, which I really encourage people get into your little niche of soccer cards. Don't just get into what, even what we're talking about or any other YouTube channels are talking about. We have our own niche, just like how you're gonna have your own niche. Cause like, I'm not collecting building Meredith, you know? Like, I don't even know who yeah. the guy is to be honest with you. Um, but I know he's really, I know he's famous. I know that name, but I don't know much about it. But there's always value, especially in the soccer card market right now. We're still so, so early. Um, I agree. But let's get into, you know, some of your collections, right? You were talking about, you're collecting all these pre-war guys. I don't really know yeah. much about it, but what, what, I guess, player have you been most keen on? Uh, let's put that out there. Well, I mean, I'll start with an obvious one that is very important, especially right now. I mean, today, obviously, uh, all of a sudden I wake up and I go on my I go on my uh, on my Twitter and I see it's this uh, this certain legend of the game named Pele has a Netflix documentary yes. coming out. I and saw that my heart dropped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like, mean, no. And I've been going really hard buying tons of Pele lately. I mean, I, I've literally, I mean, that's, that's like my main, one of my main, uh, like purchases lately. So, um, when I first really got into vintage, one of the first, um, big purchases I made, um, it's the 1959. Well, it's actually technically 1960, uh, Heinerly set, but it's oh. actually pronounced Hernile, but, Hernile, okay. um, so I got this one right here. I got the whole set. I got the Puskas, um, Dude, the totally. Levy Machine. So I got the whole, you know, 140 card high release set. And there's only two in the world, full sets. And I have one of them. So I bought that. Uh, that's just the Pele right here. Uh, it's yeah. a low grade, but I don't care. I love the card. It's just a, it's an iconic jumping card. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I legit have, you know, this is, the 1961 Hernal. Okay, gotcha. And then Santos kit, right? Yep, yep. And then this one's pretty rare. This is the 1962. Well, you're educating me. I I never seen that one. Yeah. And then here's the um one of my grails just came from Sao Paulo uh yesterday actually. Um I got the whole 1958 Aquarella set. Okay. So this is this Oh, is snap. The, this is yes. This is 
one of the all time. Uh, this is soccer 1958 Pele. Any of them, blue number. Any uh, 1958 Pele is definitely uh, definitely a grail at this point because uh, they're just getting harder and harder to get. But you you don't even if you want to collect someone like Pele, you don't have to go super high end. I mean, this is a 1965 Cracalazo from Argentina. Okay. Uh, it was 200 bucks, but they're very hard to get. There's, they, you know, very rarely pop up on eBay. So, you know, a lot of these cards, these are more Pele's right here. Wow. There's, you have a huge Pele collection. Pele, Pele. Like, really? Yeah. These are like 1961. This is a 1964. I mean, this is the type of person who I want to collect because he's just so iconic. And, yeah. you know, then you even have, you know, Maradona is 1970 oh, yes. Maradona. Yes. It's and, a crack. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crack, but like, it's a, yeah. The, but like, you know, these are, these are legends of the game. I mean, you, you can, you can find good deals on these too, but you know, and if we're, if we're going to talk pre-war. Yes. Educate is, us, Brad. We want yeah. that. We want this is that. This a 1902 Billy Meredith. Oh, wow. I like that mustache he has. Now, yeah. I mean, his, his stuff's definitely gotten more expensive lately, but um, yeah, I mean, I bought this card for 150 bucks off Com C. And there's one up now. I don't even need to know who he is. Yeah. That's that's cheap. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I bought it off Com C for 150 bucks, and there's one. There's only one on eBay right now, and it's 1100 dollars raw. So, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes sometimes you find your way. I guess uh, this is Steve Bloomer. Wow, you're hitting it the deep cuts, man. I don't even know who that is. Educate us. Who is that? Yeah, I mean, these are just old, old, old legends, you know, I mean, wow. yeah, it, it's up to, it's up to, you know, everyone who to go on, you know, learn about them, like Billy Meredith, I love like, it. You know, yes. with, with the toothpick, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta find those guys. Like here's, here's another big one here. Dixie Dean this is a 1926, you know, these, these Everton, it's an Everton legend. So, you know, but you, you can, you can go other routes too. You can collect, you know, if let's say you're a Manchester United fan, you know, and, and you only want to collect Manchester United guys. Well, you don't even have to go too vintage. You got Ryan Giggs right here. Yeah, that Ryan Giggs is so, so undervalued, dude. Yeah, I mean, you can, you know, this is his Barrett, his stadium club, and he's got a pro set. You know, go get Ryan Giggs. He's one of the greatest, you know, Manchester United players ever. You know, there's there's so many different ways. There's, I call that modern vintage because it's not full vintage in my, you know, I think anything before 1970 is what I classify as vintage. Okay, gotcha. But, uh, I mean, that's to each their own, you know, everyone's entitled to, you know, classifying whatever they want, you know, that's true. Everybody has their own definition. Exactly. Exactly. Honest. Yeah. Actually the, our oldest card is, I think is the Bobby Charlton one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, 1958. That's the, that's our oldest one, but that's like literally it though. I think Bobby Charlton is one player to look into for sure. Is it, is it this one? The, uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Right? It's the inverted 28 millimeter. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So there's three different ones here. It's the inverted yeah. here. So yeah, with the um, inverted too. So the first, the, this is the uh, the 1958 is the inverted. This yep, is his exactly. real rookie. So yep. um, then there's one that's a smaller. That's the 19 millimeter. That's the 1959. And then the one that's the normal size on the normal back. That's 1960. They use the same photo three times in a row, three years in a row. <laughs> but this is this is the Bobby Charlton that every that you that's should be going grail. for. That's this the grail is, right there. This is going to be what, you know, hopefully we consider the, uh, the 52 mantle of soccer cards right here, oh, but man. I hope it's not the Alifa cause I am not going to be able to afford a Pele Alifa, but yeah. I think the Pele I mean, Alifa might be, might be the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but 
I mean, you can go many routes like, you know, Alfredo Di Stefano. He's, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a goat, you know, that's a Hernile card. I mean, a lot of this stuff, you don't have to, you don't have to break the bank, you know? I mean, you know, people out there spending, you know, I saw one guy spent 50 grand for a Pulisic, you know, on (laughs) an auction. Yeah. One of one. I saw, I saw a comment that it actually, they said that Christian Pulisic must've bought it himself because <laughs> I, <laughs> that could, that could be true too. You know, I, I would do the same. I would do the same. If I've always had that type of money, but you know, yeah. I think that's, it's, what's really impressive is that you have started, when did you really start getting into vintage? Like you, like what? I want to say, um, mid September, mid September. Yeah. So what? So like in three, four months, that's what you've accumulated in vintage. Yeah. And people say it's impossible because I even say it sometimes. I'm just like, it's just so hard to find some of these cards. Like, what would you recommend recommend people that are like people that like me, right? That want to get into vintage, but they don't want to spend crazy amount of money, right? I think Pele is probably the number one guy right now that I think everybody should be buying. I think yeah. so. But the problem is I don't even know like, besides his 1970s sticker with his panini sticker yeah i yeah. get really lost because he has so many variations like what would your recommendation for anybody that's listening you know what how should they go about looking for a pele if they can't get obviously 1958 well right right i mean you know there's gonna be a lot of stuff that you know people are priced out of and that's you know that's fine i mean you you know the 1970 sticker people should be aware of because there's a there's a world cup story sticker so you want to make oh, sure yeah, you gotta be careful you, that you don't think you make sure you look at the back anytime you buy any sticker that's vintage look at the back. Somebody be, some will say, you know, Valida, some will say, you know, if it says story, it's not, you know, it's a, it's a retro from 1990. I think I, I'm pretty sure those are from 1990, the world cup story stickers. It's like in one of the um, albums. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, go on and, and look at just look at find cards that visually appeal to you. You know, a lot of these uh, Pele's yeah. I bought, I, I bought them because they look cool to me. Like the, the crack I thought that photo was just so cool. You know, I mean, buy stuff that appeals to you and, you know, put the value in your, in your back pocket, because one also thing too, you're going to have to realize a lot of these vintage cards aren't in the best shape. You're not going to get a PSA 10. You're not going to get a PSA nine. You might, if you're lucky, get a PSA three or four. I mean, if I got PSA three or four on any of these, I'd be thrilled. You know, I agree. A lot of, a lot of these are PSA on this Dixie Dean. I got a PSA three. And I, I was ready to jump, jump through, Dude, jump up and PSA down for joy. It's a nice PSA three though. Like, yeah. Like it looks great. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can find those cards, you know, I mean, it, it, as far as Pele, I would, I would start in the late sixties and okay. you can find some, you know, P uh, calculatory, you know, 68, 69 stickers for 40, 50 bucks. I mean, Interesting. And now people are going to really buy Pele up because of this documentary. And, you know, they're going to go for the quick flip and all that. But mm-hmm. me personally, I don't, Pele is not a quick flip to me. Like I, no I way. can't, I can't buy Pele and then be like, Oh, he's got a documentary, you know, and, and flip him, you know, a month later. Like I, I just, I have a long-term vision with this and, you know, obviously everyone's situation is different. If they want a quick flip, they want a quick flip. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think that, you know, Everyone should have, you know, every soccer fan should have some type of Pele. That's not a 2014 prison Pele in their collection. Dude, I know though, like we don't have any Pele. Like we have basically everything. The only two that we are just trying to figure out how to get, because we're so, we're such like, 
we're like rookie or die. <laughs> yeah. It's either you're getting the rookie or don't even try, you know? But I think at this point in time, we, there's just no choice, right? Like, I mean, I don't have the bag like that. And um, getting something where I love how you said, look at the visually. Visually, if you like the Pele or the Diego Maradona, like those are the two players that I'm, I'm trying to chase. That's really where you're going to be most happy with. And I completely agree. And actually, most of the time, if you think it's appealing, visually appealing, most of the time, mm-hmm. Other people are gonna think it's visually appealing, so the value will actually go up, you know, with, without yeah. even thinking about it. As it's kind of a weird way to think about about investing, you know. Well, with with Pele especially, you have to think because people are getting priced out of the 58s. Exactly. They're gonna move yeah. into the 60s, so you know what people are gonna want a piece of Pele. So my opinion is, you know, take a look around, see what's out there. You know, my and back to your your question of like, how does someone get into, you know, how does someone like really get into vintage? And my my answer, I've been asked this a bunch, is talk to people. You know, yeah. go on. There's a Discord group that's strictly vintage soccer cards. It's amazing, and you know, people are so friendly, answer questions. You know, it's it's you know, you got veterans who buy you know 58 Pele's, and then you have brand new people who buy team cards of 60s and yeah. 70s. Team so, cards are a really great way too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's also another thing too. If you, um, you know, if you're looking for a, you know, a, a good Pele to buy, um, I mean, you can get an early Pele that's a team card. I don't know if I have it over here somewhere. It might be. It's in the red kit, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. It's the, um, uh, it's a 19, it's the 1959 Hernile, but it's, yeah, I gotta look it up. Cause I, I know this we posted right here. It. Yeah. There we go. I see it now. Yeah. The 1959 Hernile. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And I mean, any of these, these have, you know, these have Garincha, they have, you know, Pele, they have all the legends, you know, these, these guys won multiple world cups. I mean, you know, I, I hope for some of my friends sake that Phil Foden wins, you know, men, men, multiple world cups, but <laughs> You know, I mean, like I said, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, this is stuff that I, you know, I personally choose to collect and, you know, talking to people and learning and building those relationships with people in the vintage community is clutch because, you know, they're going to help you make sure you don't get burned. They'll, you know, look at cards to make sure it's, it's, you know, if it's, if they notice that it might be cut because with vintage, you have to be weary of like this one right here. I mean, I knew it, I knew it when I, when I got the card raw, but the corners are rounded. Mm, and true. it's altered so when it's yeah. altered you know the value you have to what are your expectations for an altered card but i like the card and i wanted it so you know that's that is what it is i don't care if it's altered and so, that's what matters though right like it's yeah. that you want it um and i have faith that because you want it there's gonna be other people that want it that, that's yeah. kind of like how i think about it um but yeah like i think uh with with everything going on right i think you know vintage is great but then you also have a good dose of mix of modern. Like you just yeah. telling me how you literally uh, finished your whole entire collection of the base set of Top Sapphire. Yeah, and you're one of the guys that I, I literally just told you this before the podcast. I was like, man, you make me want to run through a wall for Top <laughs> Sapphire in soccer. Like seriously, it makes I I want to just rip everything in sight if it's Top Top Soccer. I we can't though. We just we just don't have that type of we don't have the kahunas to do that to be honest. But, you know, talk about, talk to us about it. Cause like, I know a lot of people were not familiar with the set, but you're yeah. pretty familiar. You're like, this is going to be an all time release. Yeah. So the Sapphire set is, um, you're good. So the Sapphire set, I mean, if you're, if you're into the baseball world, um, I mean, I'm a big baseball fan. So 
uh, in November, I joined the Montgomery club and I was like, you know, it gives you access to baseball, Sapphire and stuff. What I didn't know is that it's going to give you access to soccer, Sapphire. (laughs) And nobody even knew that was even a thing or existed until I got an email that morning that we were going to do it, you know, that this product's going to become available. And I freaked out because the cards are so visually, just visually stunning. And when you have a product that's so limited in a, in a market like soccer, there's no way that, I mean, there's no possible way that these cards aren't going to have insane long-term value. I mean, the cards just have this, I mean, and then when we found out that Holland and Fadi had uh, rookie card logos, then it just like escalated even more. And it's funny because people were pre, you know, pre-selling them for 400. Like, you know, I remember you bought them for that range and then yeah, 500 actually dropped. to put on the record. Yeah. The price dropped. And yes, I remember. I out. remember so heavy. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, don't worry, calm down. You know, you just got it. You got to yeah, wait. It yeah. And then when they realized that there's only 15,000 boxes and the rate this stuff is getting ripped right now is next level. There's people yeah. ripping 40 boxes on Instagram at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is my fatty, but. Oh, it's just- beautiful, dude. Oh my God. It, 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 that's, a, that's a base, quote unquote base card. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. It aesthetically is, it is hands down the most aesthetic release. Absolutely. 20, 2019 release, I would say. Cool. And, and people in the soccer market weren't aware of the product and they, they didn't have the knowledge of it. And I was like, finally, this is something in the soccer market that I have the knowledge of. <laughs> I knew I was like, okay, I love okay. it. And I, and I told all my friends, I'm like, look, you need to rip this stuff or put it away for like a year. Because yeah. if you rip it now, you're going to, you're going to reap the rewards. If you put it away, you're going to, you're going to, you know, reap even more rewards so i mean i opened three boxes this is um image oh variation God. green of messy dude that is sick dude oh yeah my god it's i mean the cards are just so beautiful um i mean i i love them and i i completed the whole set i have i have a holland here somewhere there yeah i got well this is a mason mount green out of 75 oh, wow you got some really heavy hit you know well you got some really crazy pulls wow and then of course the holland so, yeah, I mean, I, I love, I love Erling Holland, like everyone else. I mean, everyone, everyone, you know, he's, he's everyone's golden boy right now, you know, yeah. unintended, but, um, you know, I, I still collect Giovanni Reyna and Holland mostly, um, for, good for choices. modern. Good choices. What? Good choices. Reyna yeah, is going to go yeah, down yeah, as yeah. the best player for a U.S. men's national team. You heard I, honestly, I, I, I think Reyna will be, you know, and learning, especially like why I really wanted to buy a lot of Reyna was because I learned about his history, you know, his dad and his mom uh, playing, yeah. you know, like I did. And, you know, working from home every day, I can put on the Dortmund games right on my ESPN. Plus. <laughs> so I just, yeah. I watch him, you know, I, 100%. you know, so that's like my, besides vintage, you know, watching those two guys play, you know, I pick up, a, you know, a couple of Holland cards and, you know, like the Sapphire card. One of them last night, just a base, uh, PSA 10 sold for $2,500. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Cause yeah. like the quality control of the card as well really helped it stock. Cause what yeah. these cards immaculate, most of these cards that come out, barely any print lines. Like we, when we opened the regular tops Chrome, oh my God, it was like, they decided to control the population count for Holland's cause Probably. literally 
I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it, it's funny that you're talking about the pre-sale that was at 400, 500. We, we were one of the ones that buy, we bought at 400, $500. And I was actually contemplating on trying to figure out if I should cancel the order of all things. And I hate doing that. That is like the worst thing. That is like the yeah. most shameful things to do on eBay. And um, I actually didn't have the heart because actually his profile pic was like, it actually had his face on it. And I was like, I can't do this to this guy. I got just got to eat the cost, but I'm really happy because now I think it's around 850 bucks now, 900. They're over nine now. They're about nine, nine and a quarter, 950. And I mean, in my opinion, if, if I had to guess, I think they'll top out about 1500 uh, bucks. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Because I and, mean, supply is just so low. So yeah. low. And they're, they're just beautiful cards. And that's why I wanted the whole set. So, you know, I have, I have six other friends in the Montgomery club that I help get them in and awesome, man. most of them rip the boxes and help me complete the set of like good friends. Cause they know I'm a soccer guy and they, you know, a couple of them pulled one of ones, two of my friends pulled one of ones. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm happy for them, but come on. I want to get yeah, one, so one, of, bad. one of my friends pulled the Mason Mount one of one. Whoa, dude, congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah. Holy crap. It's okay. sitting at PSA right now, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped yeah, for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, after Tops Chrome Sapphire, uh, obviously the market's going up. Uh, I think that's one of the last topics I would definitely want to touch up on. Since the market is going up right now, you know, you've seen this before, uh, and we're starting, we're being cautiously optimistic about it. We're like really excited about it, um, but we're not jumping head deep in and saying, oh, go, go, go guys. This is the green light before you miss the train. Like, yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of people did last time. And with you going through it, what are you doing differently this time around? Well, right now we're in a time where, you know, we have all this stimulus checks going on and, you know, in yeah. January we had stimulus and eBay bucks hit right at the same time. That's true. So that, yeah, that's true. You have to understand, you have to put that into perspective that that's a big thing. And if we have another stimulus coming, you know, is this market for real or is it just fueled by the stimulus checks? Because we don't know, you know, all we can do is hope that it can continue through the euros. But, you know, if there's something you're kind of in between, if I should sell or not sell and you're, you know, if, if you're worrying about money, then maybe it would be a good time to sell. Um, as far as, you know, my vintage stuff, a lot of this stuff doesn't, isn't affected by it as right. much by like, you know, current play. Like I always say like Pele can't tear his ACL. Like, you know, I mean, if you die anymore, suck, yeah, but, matter anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so like a lot of the stuff, I mean, you know, when Holland went down, you know, last month, his prices didn't, didn't move at all, but yeah. Fadi's did. So yeah. it was very, um, you know, it was very interesting to watch that and study the market and all that. Um, I'm not really buying. I mean, I got the Sapphire set was, you know, kind of golden for me. Um, right. uh, and I know that the uh, UEFA 2020, 2021 got pushed to May. So that's not coming next month. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Is so, it February? We literally just did a podcast saying, wow, I can't believe they're, do they're releasing it at the same yeah, time as no, Prism. They're, they're, they pushed it to May, but I'm not even me. excited about the EPL Prism because there's what, mm. what rookie am I chasing in there? Saka? You know, they're going to have... But it's not going to be a rookie though, you know, like yeah. if, you're, if you're trying to be real. Uh, but yeah, like the EPL Prism is a whole entire other story. I mean, I could go on a yeah. rant about it. Yeah, um, I just don't buy it. You know, I, I mean, you know... That's not, that's not a product that, that intrigues me or I want to chase. Um, it's more for parallel collectors, people who want autos and, you know, there's a lot of them out, a lot of people out there and that's great. You know, I hope, I hope you all hit your autos, you know, but not for me. Right. Right. Well, it, yeah, I, I think it's just interesting how, like you said, the stimulus check hit right when the eBay bucks hit as well. Cause I was looking for data points where 
what what would make this market start picking up right the mbappe prisms that made sense mbappe rookies making sense you know they have he has a big big collab i think you actually told us about it yeah yeah, yeah. you're the first one that told me about it and that makes sense you're, you're in sneaker culture and and i i was like wow that 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 makes sense the price uh price going up but what didn't make sense was some other cards going up as well and I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Like I said, I'm consciously optimistic, um, especially with all this, what that's going on, especially in the United States with stimulus checks and everything. And also we're heading into the Euros, right? Like Euros is huge. Like it's huge. Is this going to be the first time you're going to be really paying attention to the Euros? Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is oh. my first time really, you know, being, oh. you know, seeing how the market reacts to it. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, I, I think it's just be all great things. I think a lot of people should have a Euro strategy if you're looking to figure out how to have a short term goal. But man, the Euros is going to be huge. I'm talking I'm asking, like, have you like actually sat through a Euros tournament to watch? Nope. yet? Oh, nope. my goodness. It is. It is World Cup vibes, you know, really strong, yeah. true World Cup vibes. And I'm really excited about it. Um, but Brad, do you want to add anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just would say, you know, if you're going to do your research, the best research you can do is talk to people and learn, yes. um, you know, don't be, if you're going to, you're going to mess up and you're going to, you're, you're going to get that brick card that you're stuck <laughs> with, you know, turn it into it, turn it into something that's going to, you know, you know, make, give you that W. I mean, I, I sold, I paid three seventy five for the Ronaldo, uh, PSA eight. Uh, I sold it a week ago for $75, $75. And with that, I bought a Frank Puskas 1954 rookie. Let's go. So, oh my God. How'd you even find that? First of all, that's the real question. It popped up and I bought it. So, it popped you know, up? yeah, it popped up on my, on my eBay. So, uh, you know, what, what, what's a W then? You know, I mean, if I can turn that $75 into that, you know, I think you that's, will. that's a win for me. So, that's for a win for my collection at, at most because I don't want to sell it because, yeah. Speaking like a true collector right there. Now I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys make sure to follow uh brad on instagram i don't know if you do you have any other channels you want to plug any other channels you got no nah, i just i'm just a dude on instagram i <laughs> just, just I'm, not, I'm not a content creator i'm just a, i'm just a collector and you know a vintage a vintage collector so yeah you well you're i would say you're probably a really good resource for vintage if you um allow people to bother you uh, yeah on your if instagram. anyone has any questions feel free to reach out i mean if i if i don't know the answer i could obviously you know ask the, the smart people smarter people than me if they they know <laughs> it but you know you, always you always around them. to answer questions so sweet well with that being said guys i really enjoyed uh this talk brad we're gonna get you on again because i think we have so much more unpacking to do especially with vintage because i i love to just learn it um but with that being said guys talk to you guys soon